Hey yo, trigger warning. This episode gets a little heavy, so if you or someone you know is dealing with domestic violence, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. You are now listening to The Black Spark, a podcast about actively balancing healthy relationships, mindful parenting, and mental and physical wellness in this crazy world. Guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. Welcome to the Black Spark. Welcome to the Black Spark. I'm your host, Nia. And I'm your host, Adai. Welcome to episode 42. Ooh, 42. Jackie Robinson year. Oh, look at that. Just his number. <laughs> Baseball, at least. How was your week? It was beautiful. It was um, my first week back to a full work week mm-hmm. uh, since having a uh, a week-long vacation and then the three-day work week and Thanksgiving week so it was nice it was still that it was a return to the morning anxiety of juggling emails um, with the children breakfast and then the zoom mm-hmm. and laptop in the front constant of me zoom while yeah while TJ's doing her classwork and Sanai running between everybody because <laughs> she don't got nowhere to be except when you give her work to do she don't want to sit down and do the damn <laughs> tracing exactly or the ABC mouse whatever she's supposed to be doing she you don't want to do it she wants to do the opposite <laughs> wow but anyway yeah, it was it was that but it also gave me a, it, the the time off helped give me perspective because in the face of all those things happening I was still able to, able to perform. Because I I had more of my brain this time. Yes. I think my brain is back. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> Rest is important. I'm glad, I'm glad you got a glad you got a brain break. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Essential. You what's up? How you? How was your week? My week was pretty good. Uh, the cleaning business. We got some more um, help yeah. from our business partner. Shout out to the Hardtrimony. Yes. Janelka and Anthony. Through. So we were able to interview a number of much more qualified candidates for our cleaning company. So mm-hmm. we're looking forward to actually hiring some cleaners and getting off and running for the new year. So that was great. Mm-hmm. Planning for the podcast for next year. Shout out to our producer, Tracy, for helping us out with that. So she we have some always comes amazing back, things coming for you all next year. She'd be like, so. she'd be mad humble with it. I don't know. You don't have to take this idea, but I mean... <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Say more. So looking forward to that. And then I downloaded some random games on my iPad and I've been playing. I noticed. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what's she doing? Man? I was playing. There's a, apparently Life has a second version of the game of life. Mm-hmm. So now I have Life 2. It's got all these different progressive things. Oh, really? The, li- my, the, li- li- the libs got to him? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so like for marriage, like you choose your person and it's you can either have a definitively female female dressed person a definitively male dressed person and then you can have a gender neutrally dressed person and then for the same thing for when you get married and the computer chooses who your spouse is going to look like or who so you don't know it could be two mm-hmm. men it could be two women it could oh, be oh that's right because yeah when you roll a dice it's yeah. either the pink pen or the blue yeah. pen you know, so it, they have like a eco-friendly house you can buy <laughs> Oh nice! Okay. When you when you choose to start a family, you can start it with a with a kid or with a dog. 
Okay. <laughs> I was like, this is really progressive. So shout out to games similar to The Sims, which y'all need to come out with Sims 5. I'm just going to say that. Okay. Anyway. You funny. Um, <laughs> They're going to milk that those expansion packs. They will. It's annoying. I still play The Sims, y'all. Judge me if you want. But... Yeah, similar to The Sims, where it's just progressive. You can marry who you want. You can marry a ghost. You can marry a vampire. You can marry a robot. You can marry a man, female, whatever. Wait, you talking about The Sims? Yes. Okay. I'm like, wait, they put that in life? That's too progressive. (laughs) You want to marry a robot? No. Okay. No, they only good for one thing. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, my week was was pretty good. Let's talk about them damn kids. Them damn kids. Let's talk about them damn kids. Anyway, yo, let go over. This song is dope. I played this for my children because I play music for them when they are in the bath time or get get it cleaning up to go to sleep. And TJ was like, in the end, she was like, Poppy, um, I like this song, but is it ever going to get rad, though? <laughs> rad. And I they watch like, too much TV, yo. Watch too much TV. It's also <laughs> me, too. That's when I realized I played too much dubstep, too much trance, and other kinds of, um, what do you call it? Oh, acid jazz. I've been playing all kinds of crazy stuff for them. So they always waiting for the heavy bass the breakdown. distorted breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> they would love that. Um, that Jay, was it the Jay-Z and Kanye album where it always had a... It always had a... Yeah, yeah it's always distorted. That whole album, um, Watch no. the Throne. Anyway, so then yesterday... I had, So I had promised the children that um, I would... I had promised Kyrie and Sanai that I would... Laid out in one of their beds yesterday and today because um, until I find out the Tatum's top bunk weight capacity. It's only supposed to be 150 pounds. <laughs> he about I to crush my son. Crush my son. Help them go through. <laughs> right. Help them go through. Go, go into dreamland and then leave. Right. So for a long time, months now, Kyrie's been like, yo, can you be in my bed for a little bit? Anyway, so these kids were taking too long to shower, do the lotion, put on their clothes, clean up, and go to bed. So after a while, I was like, yo, we've been hanging out. I've been letting you listen to this cool music all night. Now it's time to get it together and go to bed. And I said, I said, I still need to lay down in Kyrie's bed for a while. And I don't want to just be there for like two minutes. And Tatum goes, no, want, Poppy, not need. And you should, (laughs) because you promised him that you would. (laughs) If you want to be a good parent. Oh, damn. I said, oh, hold on now, Jeez. Who are you? Wow. <laughs> and she was joking and laughing with me the whole time. She wow. made eye contact with, like, cheesy grin, smile, <laughs> face the whole time she said that to me. And I was like, girl, I love you. Go clean up. <laughs> Get on my face. Damn. <laughs> she got you. She got me good with all of those words. No, not want. Need. And you should. <laughs> If you, you better get out of my face. <laughs> I love you. Get out of here. So I don't think I have anything to top that. <laughs> I mean, I don't expect you to top it now. So I was a little sad this week because I realized and it's starting to set in that Sanai mm-hmm. is going to be starting kindergarten in September. August. Oh, and so, you know, started to set, set in because she's more than likely going to be starting out going to school virtually, which is just so difficult and so not what she um, 
probably expects or is looking forward to. She's been there for both children's first day of school and so she knows what that's supposed to look like and so for, and not for her and not for her so and she had told me she told me this week she's like when i start when i go to school i'm going to say hi and i'm going to tell somebody my name and then i'm going to ask them to be my best friend <laughs> and i swear i almost cried oh. i was like oh, oh that's not going to be your experience no baby Maybe next year. Mm, mm. So that's one. The other one is uh, she gave me a hug. And this is still quarantine. I don't know what everybody else is doing, but my family, listen, my family is in quarantine. So I haven't really worn a bra just to be wearing a bra all the time, right? (laughs) So she gives me a hug. And then she pulls back and she like pushes in on my nipples. Oh, my goodness. And she's like, Mom, I love your belly buttons. Wow. I blame the parents. She don't know anatomy. I love your belly buttons. Like, I got two. I got two now. Wow. Thanks oh tonight. But those aren't belly buttons. Wow, Okay, child. just chill out. Yo, they be just disrespecting <laughs> your things, yo. And then today, I was doing her hair. So, if y'all don't know, last year, the children, she and Kyrie got the flu really, really bad. And they ran very, very high temperatures for a long time to the point where Sanai actually lost her hair, uh, about 75% of it. So she got like one long patch in the top and then everything else is like a teeny, mm-hmm. it's like a little, it's, it's like a burgeoning afro. So I was braiding her hair because it's finally, I'm finally able to braid it. So I was braiding her hair and I was like, ooh, Sanai, I'm good. I braided it up into a little ponytail. It's, it's a super tiny ponytail, but I braided it up into a little ponytail. And I said, ooh, Sanai, I can put beads in your hair tomorrow. Just wait right here. So I went and I was going to get her her scarf to put on her head for the night but I decided to just go ahead and get the beads and get it over with so I got the beads and I started putting them on her head she said mama yes and I don't you remember I said I wanted you to do this tomorrow do the beads tomorrow I said yes and I but I just figured that I would just get it done mm-hmm. now but I didn't want this done today I wanted you to I wanted the beads mm-hmm. tomorrow mm-hmm. I said why Sanai? why you want the beads tomorrow <laughs> because I want what I want no. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. That's what she told me. Because I want what I want. I said I wanted the beats tomorrow, not today. <laughs> this is your child. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, who does like that? Oh my God. Don't you remember I told you I wanted the beats tomorrow? Because I don't want it today. Because I, I want what I want. I want. That's how she you did heard? me. That's how she did me. Yeah, you got done. So that's them them kids. <laughs> it's time for Ask Adai, where we read and answer a question from you, our listener family. Send your questions to itstheblackspark at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at theblacksparkpodcast. Them kids need to have been here for the Stop the Violence movement because they are way too violent. They're verbally abusive. They're verbally abusive. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is i believe your parents <laughs> so all right um i heard that you had wanted to ask me something yeah so we watched this video on instagram mm-hmm. today oh where apparently this woman is calling into this man's radio show yes and she is a quote-unquote high earning to her standard mm-hmm. high earning 
woman living in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she wants to know how come she can't find any high earning men, men to to date. She claims she's made six figures for the past three years running her pet grooming business. And she doesn't understand how come she has to settle mm-hmm. for men who aren't up to her level yes. financially. And so the man on the show is looking at her. Apparently, it's a radio show, but he could see her. I guess it might be a, a podcast. Or I don't know. Some I don't know. Kind of Some kind of show. There's video involved. Yes, there's it. video involved. <laughs> so he can see her. We see you. Um, so <laughs> we can see her. She's put together. She got all the things, all the 2020 things. She's mm-hmm. got the lashes. She's got the makeup. She's got the wig or the weave. She's got all the things, right? Mm-hmm. And she's slim, you know, she's, you know, average height. All you can really see is the bust Yes. And so, you know, he's asking her, like, how do you rate yourself Mm. in terms Mm. of how you look? And she's like, he's like, and don't say seven. He has has asked that question that way (laughs) before. Don't say a seven. He's ready with it. And you can't use seven. Right. So she's like, well, I give myself a five to which I clutch my pearls yeah, because I, like, I, I, would never what, well, I would never say I'm a five, no. even though, you know. No, no, no. You're good. No, I mean. You, you, I'm, you seven. <laughs> thank you. <dude. laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying like beauty's in the eye of the beholder. So somebody thinks I'm a five. Somebody thinks I'm much less than a five. That that's that goes without saying. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But I would never give myself a five. No, like what I look that. like. No, you got to so, so anyway, she gives herself a five, and she said, "But when I put myself together, he's like." He said, "How you look under that?" And she said, "Well, the same." And he said, "No, you don't, because then you wouldn't have all that on." <laughs> I said, "Damn, bro!" Right. So this whole video was cringe, and he was a little bit harsh, but yes, yes, pretty was. much the gist of what he was trying to get her to understand multiple times mm-hmm. was that quote unquote high earning men, because she's she's looking for a man who makes six figures, which, again, that's a relative term. Six figures is a lot. Of leeway there. You could be yes. making a hundred thousand dollars in one cent yes. and be making six figures, or you could make nine hundred and ninety nine thousand exactly. nine hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. It's a huge difference mm. here. Okay, so she's making six figures. She wants a man who's making six figures, and he's like, "Well, high earning men got options, pretty much. Pretty much got more options." Got he's like, options. "Average looking people end up with average looking people in general. That's average looking life. men end up with average looking women. Yeah. Average or vi- part partners. Yeah. Average looking people end up with average looking people for the most part. Mm-hmm. So when you have someone who's earning more money, they have more choices. They have more options. They don't have to settle mm-hmm. for someone who rates themselves a five." Who, you know, has the baggage that she has, who's over 30, who's 35, Mm -hmm. who has a child, who has a sketchy baby daddy. Like he was bringing out all the things. He's like, all you're bringing to the table, all you're trying to say is that you make such and such amount of money. Like a man. deserve a six figure man. Yeah. And a man don't necessarily care about how much you make. Unless he's trying to take it or use it. Right. So I guess the question that uh, the people might want to know. Yeah, the people. (laughs) (laughs) The people. Me, I'm the people. The people want to know is, is is it true that men who make more money tend to choose women who are more aesthetically more aesthetically pleasing? I mean, I would not say that it that is that that is um I don't think that that is specific to men who make more money. <laughs> right? Okay, so dude, yo, I'm a carnal being, right? Like 
dudes like what they like and we got two brains they say we got two brains for a reason right it makes mm-hmm. it decision and i ain't talking about your stomach <laughs> right so yeah so we like aesthetically pleasing women mm-hmm. that's just or people people right we like what we like we want what we want <laughs> <laughs> okay so <Sinai. laughs> <Not me. laughs> and so yeah of course i'm listening to that video in my head and i'm like looking at you because you sent it to me like yo he's just reading her <laughs> and then i started breaking it down in my head i'm like of course if you got money and if you're traveling at least the nation if you got more money you travel in the world and you're being exposed to so many different people think about rock stars and their fidelity Mm-hmm. and basketball players and just people with money they have they have the globe available to them mm-hmm. and the people who, are, who come into their spaces happen to look good because mm-hmm. that's the level of care that's being put into their to their phys, their physique mm-hmm. in order to attract men in, who in make this kind of money like kind of money why would someone who's who literally has the choices of the world stop and commit to a self-reported five and then when someone like myself comes along and gives you a a dose of reality instead of just accepting it it's like yeah but i mean my body is not average so but you're ma'am please don't make me that's when he said it that's when he said it but your your face are you busted (laughs) yo i don't please don't make me say you busted (laughs) you already called yourself a five don't make me do it Mm mm-hmm no, he was trying to give her all the reasons, like all she had come into the table. And I thought her whole conversation was superficial, yeah, yeah, like because yeah. she came there talking about how come I can't find anybody that's making the same kind of money that I'm making. She wasn't Instead saying, Instead of how can I find a guy for me? Yeah. Like, come on, man. How can I find a, a man who's going to love me and my son? How am yeah, I going to find a man who, who wants to spend family time or wants to go on vacations or has the time for that? There, there are people who want these well-off men. These well-off men, some of them are working way too much. Yeah. You ain't never gonna see them. them. You ain't never gonna know. So many options. Yes, you ain't gonna be the only one. You don't know what they doing, when they doing, who they doing. You don't know none of that. Like they never have time for the family because they're out making money. That whole making money became a six figure dude. Exactly, and I'm not talking about low six figures. Low six figures. I mean, you could you could get it right. There are many of ways it's, you can get a job making possible. a low six figures. That's yeah. not that difficult, in, depending on the field that you're in. Right. You know, but. You know, you're talking about quarter of a million dollars a year. Anything over a quarter million dollars a year, you're not seeing that person. He's busy. Especially if he's single. He done gave his life to his work. So, yeah, I felt like she was coming from a very superficial way. And he was answering her like, okay, so how come you can't understand that a man is looking for, a man that you're looking for is looking for, for yeah, is looking for someone who's not average. And she was like, well, my body is not average. He said, but you're. Mm, ma'am, don't make don't me say make it. Me say it. <laughs> she was doing that um, willful ignorance thing, like mm-hmm. failure to see the flaw in her perspective. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to show her what she was bringing, and mm-hmm. she didn't want to hear it. And then she's like, yo, don't be mean. And that's when he lost it. He flipped on you, bro. It's coming on here asking me questions. I give you advice, and then you want to talk about, I mean, get up off my show. I was like, okay, he done. He done. Yeah. And then he hung up. <laughs> <laughs> well, something happened. The video ended. I wasn't even watching. A it. hot it mess. I mean, she ain't never watched a Tyler Perry movie. That's what every single Tyler Perry movie is about. Oh you got God. a high earning woman that's stankin' rude, and she like, I need to find somebody on my level. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then it's always the mechanic or the or the or the yeah or the or the delivery man the or something like that who's like trying to holler mm-hmm. and she ain't giving him no attention mm-hmm. until she find out either he makes the money or he really love her or he save her from her crazy baby daddy whatever it is 
<laughs> she watched more Tyler Perry movies. She, she would understand. Watch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. not the movies. The plays. She gotta get the plays. The plays are better. The plays is what gets you. Much better. This is this is a necessary learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed. Welcome to the Black Spark Speak. Oh, That's simple science. Knowledge. Life hacks and shit. On this week's Black Spark Speaks, it'll actually be the entire Black Spark speaking. Hey! Hey! <laughs> <So> crazy. <laughs> Yo, so you sent me that major, no, my cousin Khalil sent me the major hype video, his, sorry, his, his ex-fiance. Mm-hmm. I sent it to you like, who is this lady? Yo, oh no. Mm-hmm. And then you sent, you replied back to me, sharing and canceled. <laughs> I yes. was like, damn, yo. So let's just talk about it. Let's unpack a few items in yeah. this. So let's give a background story. So Major Hype is a Caribbean comedian. Loved him. Artist, musician. He's super funny. Very, very funny. And um, apparently a couple years ago, he got engaged to this woman named Kirby. And fast forward to couple days ago mm-hmm. <laughs> Kirby is on Instagram on a live talking about she need to apologize to her family for separating for them she was in an abusive relationship mm-hmm. she was physically and emotionally and sexually abused mm-hmm. and that she you know she ain't name no names she ain't say nothing, nothing. she's I mean but we know I mean who, who know who know that she was in a relationship with major hype and so she's like you know just I'm speaking out because this is I'm starting my healing journey. I'm not going to protect, you know, this person anymore. I'm not going to, you know, hide anymore. This is what I've been going through. And, you know, now I'm done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then later that day, Major Hype comes on Instagram dancing and talking about he's doing a winter giveaway or something and not at all addressing the fact that she said that she was in an abusive, a physically abusive, a sexually and emotionally abusive relationship. And so he did this whole thing, just dancing, playing music, talking and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I didn't even watch that because... I saw the beginning of it and I was like, okay, he's, he doesn't seem like he's going to address this at all. Mm. So until he addresses it, canceled. I saw the picture of her with her, her eye bloodshot and busted, her mm-hmm. lip looking swollen. I was like, until he addresses this, I'm unfollowing, blocking, canceled until I hear, until I hear more. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And so then the next day he gets on alive for 85 minutes. Mm-hmm. Talking about, he started off talking about how he not gonna bash this woman. He proceeds to bring out full on text messages of her um, back and forth with other dudes, dick pics in her phone from other dudes, texting other dudes, talking about she can't wait to see them yeah. or something about putting his fingers in her butt, like sexually, oh, sexually explicit stuff with other dudes. And so. He spends this whole 85 minutes. He talks about how, you know, she threw up in his face that he um, was molested as a child. He told her in confidence that he was molested as a child and she threw it up in her in his face and held it up against him. He said that he, you know, he he has the utmost respect and sympathy and empathy for women who have been in domestic violence situations. And he goes on to detail and cry about a situation where his mother went to go ask his father for a bike for him when he was six years old. And his father told his mother, you know, if I, if I come downstairs, it's going to be a problem. Father comes downstairs with a machete, 
hacks the mother's hand. He's like, my mother's hand was hanging by a thread. He's like, so I have, you know, the utmost respect and understanding that still hurts me. He starts crying or whatever, which I understand it could be hurtful. But at this point, I honestly was feeling like R. Kelly vibes from this. Not that he hadn't gone through something, but I got at that point, I realized that he's He's a hurt He's person. He's a damaged person, right? Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to talk about how she was in an abusive relationship before his, before theirs, and that this other person um, beat her up, and this other person threatened to leak a, her sex tape, and this other person did all this stuff to her. Yeah. At that point, I realized, okay, they both are they damaged both people. Issues. They both, they both got, got some serious yeah. issues. That's why I, could, I, had, I had seen something else later that day, and I hit him back. He, he, I was like, yo. So he, he sent me to live. Mm-hmm. And I would, I wasn't able to catch it in time, so I was like, "Yo, what happened? Did something go down?" And he was like, "Yeah, he's just mm-hmm. pulling her cards the way you just said." And I was like, "Oh, so they both messy?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Exactly." Mm-hmm. It's not until the end where he's like, "I never beat on you, Kirby. You know, you the one who tried to run us off the road, grabbing my steering wheel and try to run us off the road and make us and make us crash into a wall. You the one who punched me and beat me, and I was ashamed to tell my friends or tell other people that you know my woman was hitting on that was hitting me or whatever. And you know, pretty much the gist of what I got from it <sighs> is if." If I'm to believe them both, because I 100% believe her, there's no reason for him to hit her ever. There's no reason no. for him to, for her no. to hit him ever, whether she did that or not. I don't know. Uh, but I don't know who hit who. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But I 100% believe her. I'm not at all trying to take anything away from her. That's wrong. But the things he said are... But if I'm to believe him too, yep. if I'm to believe, if I'm to be completely objective looking at this situation, if I don't give her the benefit of any doubt and just believe what both of them are saying, mm-hmm. then both of them abused each other. And they got problems. And, and they have serious problems. If I give her the benefit of the doubt, then everything that he did was hella wrong. But then he showed a text message of them arguing via text. Mm. And that's when I was like, okay, this is abuse, whether it's physical or not. Both of y'all are abusing each other just in this text exchange in and of itself. Mm. She's talking about, that's why your mother don't love you. She let some she let some grown man abuse you for four years and, and fuck with you as a kid. She don't care about you. And then he's talking about, and that's why you flat chested and you and you, you know, I'm the one who's who's taking care of you. I got I got the money and I'm and I'm taking care of you. You a hoe. Like this is all in the text messages that they're saying to each gross. other. And so I'm like, y'all can't, that's not there's love. no way you all love each other. No, that's not Ever. Love. There's no way that you've ever loved each other no. if you could talk to each other like this. No. So whether or not she was physically abusive to him, she was emotionally, in that just one text exchange, she mm. was emotionally and verbally abusive to him. Mm-hmm. So to me, they are both abusers and there is actual evidence of both of their abuse <laughs> of each other. And so that's what we want to discuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That is so much. And um, it all brings me back to when I was um, doing my, my master's in social work years ago. And um, in one, one of our professors, like as we were analyzing domestic abuse, mm-hmm. as we were analyzing the mechanisms that usually both um, parties are somehow damaged or when you have a dysfunctional relationship, usually both parties are somehow traumatized and they're working their trauma out 
with one another and on one another and on one another and mm-hmm. it's really sad and he the the, the professor was like and i don't want y'all to think i'm joking about this but like the, the metaphor is such that like at this point you can see how the rocks in his head fit the holes in hers because mm-hmm. we were literally analyzing people's psychological structures mm-hmm. and the thought strategies that they had to justify certain behaviors mm-hmm. and how many times you go back to your abuser before you actually leave and all and these how other the addictive abuser pushes behaviors. you away and then yes. begs for you to come back all it's these like... things and it's like clearly like he's beating you up because there's gaps in your ways of being that would otherwise, if they were filled, you would be confident and self-sufficient to the extent to which you would leave this relationship. But something's going on, like a jigsaw puzzle, where it works for y'all because he's got these big boulders not allowing him to see past his pain. Mm-hmm. And ramming those boulders into the holes in your head, which are your gaps in your self-esteem mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. you've been through. And so I was like, damn, that's fucking, that's a good metaphor. Yeah. And the the thing that was a kicker for me was that he met Kirby while he was still, they were both in relationships. He was in a relationship with his baby mother. As soon as he get out of the relationship with his baby mother, this is according to what he said. As soon as he got out of the relationship with his baby mother, he started really pursuing her. She was still living in an apartment with her son and his father. Mm. Okay. He major hype proposed to her while she was still living in a house with her baby's father and her son. So they both got kids. Right. And she said yes. So she's living with another man and engaged to you. And then he this is how I know it's the rocks in his head because he throws it up in her face. What kind of bitch gets engaged when she got a whole man at home? Fool. What kind of man proposes? Yes. Oh man! So and that's the thing. Like we also want to shed light on the fact that people really need to take time to do that self care, to do that intra emotional work, right? Before you get into a relationship with somebody else, and if you dis if you ain't done, because we're never really done, done. But if you ain't done with that work, then you need to be upfront with that person from the beginning and figure out healthy strategies to continue to heal on your own. And together, while you are developing that relationship, because otherwise you're just dragging all them rocks into the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was I saw a post earlier in the week that everybody wants unconditional love while they carry around these bags of conditions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, this yeah, is, it's, and it hurt my heart too because I was I, I was loving this guy. Yeah, right. And I just got introduced to their relationship when they did that little makeup thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's and cute. And he put that out there like, yeah, I'm the one who got you followers. I come up on your live and I'm the one who got you followers. You know, he showed all of the like Venmo accounts. I've been sending you a thousand dollars here. Like all of this is not no, why you doing that? non-motherfucking mm-hmm. factor, right? Yeah, that's None of this matters. Did you hit the woman? Yes. yes. <laughs> Did you beat the woman? And, and I saw the lie because like I said, I'm an intuitive person. I saw the lie when he said, I never beat on you, Kirby. Like that. I knew he was lying because to me, what that said is, I'm not an abuser. I might have hit you back. <laughs> I might have restrained you a little bit too hard. I might have pushed you. Hmm. Like that's what I got from that whole. I never beat on you, Kirby. Because there's a definition there's to a, beat on you. Yes. And so yes. I just never did that. And then later in the night, I found I found another live where they were going on and like bringing more receipts about this situation and all of the dick pics and all of the flirting with other guys and all of the stuff that Major Hype was showing was hap. All of them were dated during the six months when they were broken up. Oh, 
Come on. Right. So you lost all your credibility mm. because apparently, according to Kirby, they was broken up from October 9th. 2019 to March 2020 mm. and all of the text receipts that he have of these dick pics and all these men November 20, 2019 December 2019 all mm. this stuff and it's like okay so you and then and then apparently he leaked the sex tape or somebody leaked the sex somebody tape. right after right and apparently it's a sex tape from like 10 years ago so the fact like stop trying to slut shame her what for something like, like all of this is all of this is irrelevant did you hit the woman mm-hmm. and it's okay. what she said in that night's Live, true. Right. That's all we want to know. That's all we want to know. That's all we want to know. All that extra stuff, they just put a hole. And in. I didn't. And I don't even. You. He, you can see that he was trying to like mince words. I don't. I'm not asking you. Did you just haul off and punch her in the face? I'm not asking you. Did you hit her first? I'm not asking you for any qualifiers. Well, yeah. I didn't ask you anything about what she did. Did you hit the woman? Mm-hmm. Period. Point blank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like and I still feel like I didn't get an answer to that. Mm. And like I said, when I saw that text message where they both was talking shit back and forth to each other, I was like, this is just a toxic, horrible situation. Y'all both jumped out of messed up situations and, and in. directly into a new situation and expect it to be wonderful. Yeah. Y'all haven't done any of the work. No. You and know. that's very sad. It's 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 really sad. I feel like this is what Adai talks about all the time in this section, talking mm-hmm. about all of the inner work that we need to do. And like you said, like we're never going to be done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was single for mad long in college on purpose because I had realized I had had some issues. I've been, you know, counseling other people. And in my observation of their issues, I was like, oh, I'm going to take some time and learn who I am because a lot of what they're doing is complaining about how people treat them in ways that they don't want to be treated. And I kept saying, you should learn to set boundaries and tell people how you want to be treated and you be treated a different way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, I had never been faithful until this relationship, right? And so I was like, yeah, I probably want to work on that because if I want a real relationship, I'm going to need to figure <laughs> that out first, right? So, like I told I said it episodes ago, like, yeah, people were like, yo, you ain't got this, you hitting that, you doing this, you know, nah, we just friends. Yeah, you lying. <laughs> nah, seriously. So, you got to be willing to do that work. And if you don't, again, if you don't do the work on your own, when you're by yourself, um, with trusted individuals, mm-hmm. then you're going to exercise those demons onto the next person in, in which you're in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. And um, it's going to be problematic. And I feel like once you realize that you have been abused as a child, like some people, myself included, like I didn't call it abuse. Mm -hmm. I didn't call, I didn't label it a thing. Mm -hmm. And, but once you label it a thing, you need to, you have to deal with it. You got to deal with it. (laughs) You have to address it. And so for me, I feel like they both need therapy. They both need help they both need to do their own work because once you once you say i was molested as a child for years and my mother knew about it and she let it happen and i saw her almost get her hand cut off like do you know Can how you much imagine trauma your... that is yeah you should oh have been God. been in therapy dude yeah i cannot Im- mm. you should have been in therapy and if she was if she was physically assaulted and physically abused in any of her sexual relationships, any of her supposedly loving relationships, she should have been in therapy. Mm-hmm. But to hop from the frying pan into the fire, Mm-mm. no. That business. So yeah, again, we encourage you. This is Black Spark is all about 
healthy black love, healthy relationships, breaking generational curses. Yes. And And being a positive reflection onto your partner Mm -hmm. um, in ways that feed the seeds for the future. Mm -hmm. I just, I mean, we both, we pray and hope that they get the help that they need and that they stop airing their shit on Alpha, everybody to see. Yeah, we don't need all of we this. Don't we don't need to, need to know it. any of this. I mean, it's a good learning. It's definitely useful to us. You know, he's still canceled, but honestly, she's canceled too. I was talking to my friend yesterday. I was, yes. She was like, she's like, oh, Major Hype's canceled. Like, yeah, his his ex is canceled too. They both canceled because based on that one text chain, mm, mm. they both toxic. And I don't need people to be one way to the audience. Yes, yes. And then be complete terrors yes. in their personal life. Like yeah. if I would, then I'm just watching. I might. I'd rather watch a cartoon because yes. I know they're fake. Yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Which is why I watch cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that deserves so. a little spark it up, yeah. <laughs> so take care of yourselves and each other, please. Yes. It's Nia's need to know. It's Nia's need to know. It's Nia's need to know. What's your name? Yes, my turn. So I'm going to make this quick because that everything we just talked about was so heavy. But we got a bunch of people leaving the White House because they finally realized that Trump is about to lose his job. (laughs) 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 On his way out, he wants to do an Oprah Winfrey show. You get a pardon and you get a pardon and you get a pardon. So we'll see how that works. It also looks like he's about to fire Attorney General um, William Barr because William Barr has stated publicly that there was no... Uh, evidence of tampering yeah widespread yeah, voter, fraud. voter fraud so mm-hmm. he, you know trump ain't like that he as in 45 tried to pressure the governor of georgia to overturn the election on saturday and on saturday he called and tried to pressure him to do it mm-hmm. the governor is not legally able to do anything with the election but he had to give it the old college try so there's that so he actually tried <laughs> No. Trump don't Trump don't care about legality anyway. Look at all his businesses. <laughs> exactly. Jeez. So then did y'all see that drunk woman sitting there with Giuliani talk about <laughs> <laughs> She was drunk? She looked like she was drunk she on problems. some Xanax. She had some beans in her lean or something like yes. that. I don't know. But anyway, she is talking she about. She was too close on that mic. What'd you guys do? What'd you guys do? Yeah. About Juju yeah. Sunset? Yeah, yeah. I think a hundred thousand's off by like a hundred thousand. And by the way, I signed a paper paper that says I can go to jail if I lie. If did I lie. you sign something and say that? Did you? Even Giuliani was like, sure. He was like tapping her like, yo, shorty hush. chill, shorty chill. <laughs> <laughs> Know that down, yo. You're yeah. gonna fool yourself. So I guess once people saw this was the kind of um, crazy clown that, that car was their star witness that, that these people was bringing. A Trump supporter who had donated don't donated he donated <laughs> a Trump supporter who had donated two point five million dollars to fighting election fraud now wants his money back. Oh, <laughs> because he's like, this is what y'all doing with my money. Yeah, Trump is like, yeah, nah, you're not getting that money back. Of course not. Um, and then in terms of election fraud, Georgia actually, since this past election that was only a month ago, they have since removed 200,000 voters from the rolls, claiming that they have moved. So if you're in Georgia, please go and check. What, are they planning for next year? No, they're planning for the runoffs that are oh, in you January. Mother- yes, they removed 200,000 people just now, since this past election, four weeks ago, oh my so that goodness. they'll be crippled a little bit. 
for the Georgia runoff, which is you in January. Bastard. That's going to determine the Senate and thus Biden's presidency. So that's, yeah, it's a whole hot mess. Did y'all see this video from Georgia where this black owner of a restaurant got pissed off because apparently some black women were twerking on his table and he... <laughs> He's not about that life. I invested a lot of money into buying this building, into developing this concept so black people can have somewhere nice to go to, okay? Somewhere where we can feel good about ourselves as a... Good Stop the music, please. Somewhere where our people can feel good about ourselves as a culture, okay? Yeah. No, no, real talk. And so all this twerking and shit, take it to prime, take it to pink, don't bring it here because we're a restaurant. And so beyond that, 75% of my customers are ladies. And I'm on men to show respect for themselves for how they carry themselves here. So how can I tell the men to respect themselves and you guys are twerking on glass here? If you want to do it, get the fuck out of my restaurant. Because I did it for our people and I did it for our culture. So don't do it, no, don't do it again. I don't want to hear it. If you don't like it, get out because I don't need your money. I- Ooh. He was kind of okay I'm telling yeah. you Yo you could have got Mad follows and likes And in, in, in business man Let him twerk and- But there was twerk music playing <laughs> <laughs> I don't really understand What do you want me to do With my butt If there's twerk music playing <laughs> <laughs> It would be cool to me man It would be cool to me here? How am I supposed to sit here If there's twerk music playing It would be cool to me man So random so there was that. Are you crazy? What am I? What are you? What am I supposed to do with my butt? <laughs> Fun Flex got on Instagram to show himself getting liposuction. That happened. Yes, Ew. in the in the room, somebody's over there with the camera while he's getting that. You know that little the tube that with little all of the shit coming out into the it. bag. I've yeah. seen it before. Why, brother? Apparently, Rihanna is dating ASAP Rocky, to which I have to say. Bleh. I thought Rihanna was in some relationship with a wealthy she was, European. You know, she she dates. She dates who she wants to date. I mean, it's so, interesting because she was in one of his videos years ago. And I was like, oh, they dating? Yeah. So, I mean, I feel bad for Drake. Because, like, that's who she should be with. I mean, in, so? in my opinion. But, you know, who am I? Who am I? Yeah, we all know them. <laughs> anyway, I just feel like I hate his braids. His braids are so... His braids are so... Oh, yeah. Two-year-old. He looks like a two-year-old. Yeah, I mean, and Flacco, his crew... Like, first of all, he did that stupid shit. However, recently, so he yeah. cut. So apparently, somebody suggested that Dre and Diddy do a versus, to which I said, <laughs> <laughs> Dre is going to fuck you up, Diddy. Yeah, Please wipe sit down. The mat. Sit down. Yeah. Sit down. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to see it. That's what I love to see. And COVID is still out of control, y'all. It's still here. It's out of control to the point where there is a video showing iPads in the ICUs so they just have like a bunch of iPads on stands waiting to go into the ICU room so that when the person is on their death kneel they can FaceTime in or Zoom in their family member to be able to say their last goodbyes. That's where we're at right now. They stepped up the ICU to hospice level. They're like preparing for death now. You're not going to be here that long so we got to get these iPads together because Y'all may not have your phone with you or whatever. We need to be able to call your family to say their goodbyes. That's where we are now. We're at the point where we're losing almost 20,000 people a week. I don't understand how this is how this is okay. I don't want to be lost by that. Right. So, don't make me say it. That's the send-off. Don't make me say it. Again. <laughs> you know, this man told her, don't make me say it. You know, your face ain't all that. It's but, like the situation in a nation is a five. Right. <laughs> so right. stop acting like I need you to look at yourself right. and do something differently. 
But I wouldn't say don't make me say it. I know the holidays is coming up. And even though all y'all and all of us need to be sitting our asses down, some of us is going to be going to families' houses. And there's going to be that one person that say, hey, you like my greens? Don't make me say it, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. I'm just here for, for the company. Right. I'm just here for the company. You got the <laughs> uncle who want to sing all the time, sir. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody mm-hmm. asked you to sing that song. Don't no. make me say it. Don't make no. me do it. No. Oh, you like my dress? You like how I looked at ma'am? <laughs> we are trying to have a, a good nice, time. good time. And don't bring that in my don't, restaurant. <laughs> don't bring that energy up in here. Okay? I don't want to have to tell you what it is. And I also don't want to lie. The Lord says, do not bear false witness. I don't want to lie. Oh my God, you're so So crazy. listen. Don't make me say it. Mm-hmm. Go on ahead and take a look at yourself. Have some understanding and accountability of what you're doing. <laughs> that way you don't have to ask me. Don't ask me. <laughs> Check yourself. Because asking me is about to wreck yourself. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Exactly. God love you. God love me. Bye. Spark it up. <laughs> Spark it up, yo. <laughs> Thanks for checking us out. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Black Spark Podcast. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening.